0: Thanks for listening to the Roman Circus Podcast, a weekly dive into death-defying discussions of Catholic culture, tradition, and history. I'm Matt Baker, and with me, as always, is a man who's upset because he will not be the first gamer to be canonized a saint, Zach Mabry. Zach, how are you, my friend?
1: I'm, I'm winning. Are you winning, son? That's all I think <laughs> of when I think gamers, is that, that meme. You know That's that pretty- one?
0: Oh, I know that one. If you know you've that meme. It? If you've seen that meme, you can send it to us on Twitter at Roman Circus Pod. I'm at Hey It's Matt Baker. Zach is at Zach Mabry Z A C Mabry. Email us, podcast at Blog dot com.
1: I just got the renewal notification for that and I was like, maybe maybe it's time, maybe we change it to uh Pod dot com, but I was like I just with the volume of emails i'm just worried about how many people will get bounced
0: that is so it is so true and we've carved out a it's, we can't ruin the brand now it's part of our brand we're true. on patreon patreon.com slash roman circus pod and we are also everywhere podcasts are i think um
1: zach i think we are yeah right pretty pretty sure and we you are. can still subscribe to us with mastercard
0: Okay, not not going down that road. Maybe we'll talk about what's in the news. Just kidding. We'll we'll talk about that on Patreon. Uh, We have a great episode today with two wonderful gents talking about Blessed Carlo Acutis and his uh, beatification and a movie they are making about Eucharistic miracles.
1: Yes, I, I'm excited about this. I mean, basically for two reasons. I mean, they're the reasons you said. I think uh, Blessed Carlo <laughs> is fantastic, and it's been a rough year. And like the news about him, as it broke, was was like a day that everybody got to be happy when he was beatified and all yeah. that. Um, and then this movie is just incredible. And so um, one of the reasons that we wanted to have them on and that we wanted to talk to them is so they can uh, talk about how everybody has a chance to get involved in the project um, and help make this a reality. Um, so that's it's little, very cool.
0: That's a little it's, more involved than I thought. Your answer. I thought you were going to say I'm really excited about this movie about Blessed Carlo and Eucharistic miracles for two reasons. Uh, Blessed Carlo and Eucharistic miracles.
1: I mean, those are two good reasons on their own. But mm-hmm. um, no, I mean, I think especially just with the pandemic and like you know, right. everything else, uh, it's just nice to be able to be part of something cool. And so, you know, if our if the listening audience is looking to get get on the bandwagon for a cool project this is one to do it uh and i think after hearing these guys tell their story um you'll you'll want to get you want to join the team too so
0: yeah uh, apologies in advance there may be some audio issues um uh but you know what fight on plow through doesn't matter doesn't change doesn't change the significance of the movie and this podcast, which is very, very significant. All right, Zach, uh, let's get into the interview. Let's go. Zach, you know, my favorite thing to do on this podcast is bring friends on. I love talking to my friends. Um, it's partly the reason I wanted to do the podcast with you. But after three years, you know, we will reevaluate and see. Uh, right,
1: right. Working together, uh, you know, eventually kind of overtakes for at this point, you know, the podcast <laughs> co-host is is its own category of uh, of, of interaction. So, yeah, well, yeah, so I'm uh, always happy to hear that you have friends besides me, though.
0: Yeah. No. The, so this is a this is a big day. This is a man. And we have we have two. We're, we're joined by two people, Zach. I don't remember the last time we had two people, maybe Tommy and Steve. Um, that was a long time ago. Uh, one of these one of these gentlemen I've known for almost 10 years and he is truly, truly a wonderful person. But you know what even might eclipse his clips, his wonderfulness as a person, his wonderfulness as an artist,
1: which we'll get into. Which We're- is, which is no joke. Like I will say when you, when you meet someone and you, you chat with them and you get to hang out with them and then you find out that they have some kind of ability. You're like, Oh, that's cool. You, you, <laughs> Love- do, you do art. That's great. And then you see it. And it's like, oh, wow, like that, that was amazing. Um, Yeah, it's it's always always cool when that
0: happens. It's intimidating to be around people who have a talent. Uh, It's, uh, and they're also, they wanted to come on today. The main reason is to talk about Blessed Carlo Acutis. So, uh, my dear, dear, wonderful friend who I haven't seen in two years, Angelo Labuti, he's a, he is a, Incredibly talented artist. He's worked on 35 feature films, storyboard artists, concept artists, story artists. If you've seen live action Lion King, Zach, you've seen his work. Uh, and no way. Yeah, and we're also joined by what I hope to be a new friend, Ray Gerhalba. He has a YouTube channel called The Joy of the Faith, Zach, and they have a lot of subscribers, they have a lot of good videos. Their latest one, actually, that's not their latest one. I just pulled up the YouTube, and it says, Fulton Sheen's best story and how Tim Tebow, Leah Darrow, and Emily Wilson embody it, which is enough to get me. Fulton Sheen and Tim Tebow, how could I say no? Right. But anyway, right. Angelo, Ray, thanks for coming on. How are you two today?
2: We're doing great. I, uh, I'm glad to hear that you like Fulton Sheen and Tim Tebow. They're a, a pretty awesome combination and yeah. uh, had a great impact in my life.
0: Okay, well, I'll, I'll be since that's the first video that I see, I'll have to watch it after, and I'm sure you get into it a little bit.
1: Yes. Um, having graduated from the University of Oklahoma, um, I have mixed feelings about Mr. Tebow, but I do, <laughs> I do think that he's a good man of faith and uh, has a lot of good morals, and so I will, I will say that much. But I, I enjoyed um, during the NCAA championship years ago. I guess it wasn't a the championship then, but during the BCS bowls back then. Uh, I enjoyed the footage of, uh, of a of a tearful Tim Tebow, um, <laughs> but I am glad to know that he continues to inspire people with his, um, his, his morals and his dedication. To, to Angelo,
0: his are you there? Angelo, Earth Angelo.
3: I am here. Yeah, I am here. Thank you so much, you guys. I mean, uh, it's amazing to see Zach and, uh, Matt, I mean, it's so fantastic to finally get back to you guys.
0: Yeah, it's great to have you. So, uh, you're, you're you're doing this tour, you're getting ready to do this documentary about Blessed Carlo Acutis um, and we'll get into that, but I wanted to first let's talk about Blessed Carlo a little bit. For those who might not be too familiar with him, he's been in the news recently. Uh, it was October 10th that he was beatified, um, so fairly recent, but what what drew drew you to blessed carlo and these eucharistic miracles is this something that you had known about uh for a while or angelo did you get that italian pride swelling within you uh for this <laughs> for this young italian gentleman what what was what was the uh what was going on when you th- set out to do this
3: yeah yeah Absolutely. I mean, I was really, really, uh, I knew him for a long time, uh, and uh, his family uh, was really close to San Padre Pio. As you know, my family was really close to San Padre Pio. I mean, uh, my godfather served as St. Padre Pio for over mm-hmm. 25 years as his personal assistant. So, I, I, we always listen story back and forth of uh, some some sort of things, uh, her mother and her uh, uh, Carlo, I could say, lots of admiration for San Padre Pio, so they went many times there in San Giovanni Rotondo, where I was born, got baptized, okay. in communion, and got married as well there. So, um, yeah, so I, I grew up knowing a lot about him. Uh, uh, but just recently, um, my good friend and now Ray, I mean, he ended up to to a podcast. Um, Regarding some Eucharist miracles and stuff, I mean, and uh, I didn't know him before. So as soon as I, I saw his uh, his uh, his YouTube channel regarding these miracles, I say, "Wow, that's fantastic!" I, I I really need to talk to this guy and get ta- get in touch with him and see if we can do something together.
0: Okay, that's great. Yeah, that's a. Uh, it's it's uh pretty good combination. Ray, what is your, what's your experience with your, I'm sure with your YouTube channel, you've explored some of this stuff before. Um, and what, what's your experience with blessed Carlo? What kind of drew you to his story?
2: Yeah. So, you know, Eucharistic miracles are something that I've always been drawn to ever since I can remember. Uh, my mom would tell me about these when I was, you know, doing CCD back in the day. And I was like, wow, Lanciano Lon- these miracles, they're so incredible.
0: Yeah. They're, they're pretty fantastic. I, I, sorry to interrupt, but like, I, I don't think coming from a Catholic school, I don't think we were taught enough about these miracles, but they're so fascinating. Once you, once you read about them, once you hear about them, it's, it's, it's really great stuff.
2: Yeah. And basically for those that may not know what these are, uh, you know, the church teaches, well, Jesus teaches, which is why we believe it, that the bread becomes his body in the Mass, right? When Jesus said, this is my body at the Last Supper, that bread became his body. And right. we have centuries of saints that talk about this, St. Augustine. There's there's so many saints. I could list out quotes forever. We're going to go there, into some of those there, in the movie.
0: There are so many saints. You're correct about that.
2: Yeah, it's it's <laughs> unbelievable. So, um <laughs> Yeah, but basically, uh, you know, these Eucharistic miracles are where the veil is removed, so to say. Where what we what we see when we go to Mass every Sunday is that that piece of bread looks the same before and after. But we know that it's Jesus himself. In these mm-hmm. miracles, the host is actually turned into flesh. Mm-hmm. And they were medically analyzed, things like that. So Carlo was the first person to... You know, collaborate with all these doctors and pull together all these reports throughout the world and uh, make a website on Eucharistic Miracles. So without his research and building of a website, I would not have been able to do the research that led me to make this video. And uh, it's cool because Carlos is just a couple years older than I am. So it's really good to see the older brother in the faith, you know, paving the way for me. And, you know, I'm sure he would be thrilled or, you know, when the movie's out, Obviously, he's in heaven. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, he's thrilled he's thrilled for a whole different reason. He uh, but including your movie. I think the saints obviously love when we do things that are uh do things uh what what's the word I'm looking for? When we do things out Good of respect things. and out of justice for them, it's also out of respect and justice for God. So, I think that's obviously something that they get excited about. Um
1: and you know, it, it makes just, me think of the uh, the Wikipedia page for Catholic Saints. Um, it has a disclaimer <laughs> on it that says, uh, this list is incomplete. Uh, you can help by adding to it. That's right. So I'm always like, see, guys, you got to become a saint. Get added to the the Wikipedia page because the, the list of the saints list is, is not yet complete. It's clearly wow. incomplete.
2: I did not know that, Zach. That is pretty amazing. I'll have to use that it, in a video.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a funny like you know because Wikipedia would do that if you did like a list of states and you didn't have all you know I mean it's a standard disclaimer but in this case it has like a deeper meaning obviously. So Angelo, give us a can you give us a
0: some background on Blessed Carlo? Uh, you already told us a little bit about where he came from, but like what uh, he they they say he's the first millennial saint, um, and you know he's clearly he likes video games there's been a bunch about that but can you give us a little little more background uh some personal stuff about who blessed carlo is
3: absolutely i mean uh, um one i mean the first time i heard about him uh, people they start to say he was the saint of the internet the saint of the computers and uh, i said what, what are you talking about <laughs> what is what,
0: yeah what, what is <laughs> The internet is is the demon's work Why, What are you saying that there's a saint of the internet for?
3: yeah, yeah, so I end up to do the research and I found out that i mean that uh, like a, Michael, like Ray was mentioning before, he was the first one to um putting together on internet all this beautiful documentation of uh, let's say a way the Christ. Won't show to us that uh, he's still alive every day in mass is he's still present in every day in our, our lives when most of the people we don't know I mean as I mentioned before Padre Pio used to, used to say if uh, you guys knew what happened during the mass you will risk to go through a minefield a, or even like a, go through a hundred these people like in front of the, the church door uh, we don't understand the i mean we just embracing uh, what uh, some saint can explain more besides the bible um, but yeah so that's what I start to i start to know him about it i, mean, I started to do researching about all these miracles he put together he's he lives in uh, a he grew up uh, living most of his life in this uh, super holy land, uh, which is where uh, San Francis d'Assisi was uh, and went St. Clair as well. So it's uh, this little town called Assisi in Italy, a really little town but really super charming and beautiful and really close to a really medieval kind of outlook. And uh, and now his body is there and seems uh, to be incorrupted. Uh, for most of it, for what I know, I probably you guys know more about this one, uh, but um, it's, it's been, it's been proved how this little, this let's say, really young boy was able to achieve in such, in such a short time. And yeah, let's, nice.
0: let's talk about a little bit about the incorruptibility. Um, I think, Zach, we might have touched on that a little bit at one point, but so... As far as the his body being incorrupt, like how much of your body has to be there as opposed to like uh, touch-ups?
2: So from what I had studied, um, his body was intact, but it wasn't fully incorrupt. So they, you know, details weren't provided on that, um, at okay. least that I could find anywhere. But um, that was pretty much what the priest that I guess... Uh, helped prepare him to be uh, exposed. Um, that's that's what he said, that he wasn't fully incorrupt and and they had to do some work on his face or something like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, you, you hear this and it's actually something I'd love to to go into more in future videos are these incorrupt saints because you see like Saint Bernadette right. and John Vianney and, and all these others. So it'd be great to really dive into that because that is, uh, again, I, I always love these amazing miracles that God gives us and, I think it's an important thing to notice that you don't have to be incorrupt to be a saint. Uh but it's always cool when that happens. So
0: <laughs> I like how they they dressed him in the tracksuit too. I like how that's that's the that's the clothing that they have him for cuz it just it helps make him seem so normal, just like a normal dude, really, which is always helpful cuz I mean saints like that's something we should all strive to, but sometimes it feels out of our reach, you know, out of like, it seems so foreign. But when you see, when you see this young boy dressed in this tracksuit who liked video games, it makes it seem so much more attainable.
2: I I agree. I agree. I think, you know, Protestants always say, oh, well, why do you guys have saints? You know? Mm -hmm. And one of the things I always say back is, you know, it's, it's very challenging to be just like Jesus because he was God. Right, so people sure. can easily get depressed or be like, "Oh, I could never be like that," but mm-hmm. we can look at saints that were just like us and say, "Wow, I can do that." I mean, I can only imagine how many, uh, you know, young kids that are teenagers that can look to Carlo and say, "Wow, he did it." You know, maybe I can do it with God's grace, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really a great thing to see. I, I enjoyed that too, seeing that, and um, it really actually blew up uh, when when everyone saw Carlo's body, and really, I think drew a greater devotion to, you know, of course the witness of his life. Mm -hmm. But, uh, more importantly, like I I don't think I ever remember seeing people more excited for a beatification than that, you know, at least from, from younger Catholics. So that was a great blessing.
0: Definitely. Yeah. That's a, especially on Twitter where Zach and I tend to lurk and tend to reign dominant over everybody. Twitter's our, Twitter is our battleground and our our playground at the same time but they everyone was so excited on Twitter uh, and you could see everyone celebrating it and getting uh, really pumped up about it it was certainly like a I don't you know after a year of where masses are being stopped uh, or at least you know the faithful can't couldn't attend for a while it was a shot in the arm needed for the faith definitely like something we could all rally around and something that just seems so personal in an other way in a year where the i don't know the faith has kind of been taken from us in a person not the faith but you know some aspects as far as like the mass have been restricted from us in such a personal way so yeah that's uh a- angelo uh
3: what yeah where a long time ago i mean we were talking about this incorrupt body and uh i think what there was uh if we were speaking with the father riepinger and he talked about this beautiful story about santa that they tried they tried to i don't know if you remember the story
0: oh they yeah to, they tried to put a shorter habit on her right
3: yeah tell, tell, tell that story is so funny man i really, really love the story
0: uh so uh, they with with saint therese they they tried to uh they have her they had her body and they ha- she had her habit on and apparently at one point they tried to put a new habit on her that was shorter. I don't remember the exact dimensions I but it was significantly shorter or even like maybe just even a tad shorter than normal and apparently uh, the story holds that her body w- tensed up and like made it more difficult for them to switch out the the new habit because it was less modest or less you know the length wasn't what she ascribed to like what she wanted so uh, her
3: her yeah or more revealing whatever that was
0: yeah yeah but whatever it was it was great because she you know her, her body was incorrupt and she clearly uh even though she had passed they they tried to do this to her and she rejected it so that was a pretty great story i had forgotten about that yeah i really enjoyed when he had he had told us that and
3: and Uh, then after the the funny part about it was uh, too that I mean as soon as uh, they tried to put uh, the older one the older uh, vestment uh, she got soft again Uh, her bones uh, was no stiff no longer and they were able to put uh, the old uh, style uh, of uh, the nun wearing
0: yeah it's so good Zach had you ever heard that story before had you had uh...
1: Can you confirm or deny that that is a thing? I have never heard that, but uh it's uh, it's believable. It uh it sounds sounds right. So <laughs> uh, that that one's new to me. I hadn't heard it. That's cool. It's really mm. cool. Yeah. I don't doubt it. Um okay, so
0: you're you guys are getting ready to for this documentary and um like what are you you're at the very beginning stages, right? You you oh actually cancel that uh i get excited i got excited you have a video we'll, we can we'll link to the video like it's a video about the documentary that you're um trying to hype people up and you talk about you're going to talk to scientists who did they are you going to talk to the scientists who actually like worked on confirming these eucharistic mi- miracles is that part that's going on angelo are you are you guys because this is we're in such a time, and I like to make, obviously, Zach, Zach and I like to make jokes about it. We talk about, like, everybody, the big thing in 2020 is how we, you know, believe the science. When we're talking about coronavirus, you have to believe the science. Trust the scientists, believe the science. Uh, well, there are scientists who have confirmed these miracles, and there are scientists who have converted because of these miracles. Uh, personally, I don't think the people who are yelling believe the science would be Uh, extend the same courtesy towards this science. Uh, I would hope that they would. But so that's got me really excited. So are you going to actually speak to scientists that worked on these miracles?
2: Yeah. So Matt, um, in my original, I did a a nine minute video. Okay. And I was uh, really blessed to speak with one of the doctors in Mexico who analyzed it himself back uh, about 10 years ago. And Mm -hmm. he spent he had it in his lab for three months and they have video footage of them analyzing it and all of this stuff. So a really awesome chain of custody for that miracle in Texla, Mexico. So that was amazing. We hope to interview him again. Um, Basically the way this movie works, because it's crowdfunded uh, that's, that's the highest tier. We have three goals. We actually just met our second goal today. So that's pretty amazing. And uh, if we reach this final one, we will go to Mexico and interview him firsthand in person uh it's going to be amazing because he had such incredible stuff to say before and that was literally me sitting on my couch with my friend that is from mexico translating Mm -hmm. and uh, so to really get it professionally done and and you know hopefully visit his laboratory and stuff like that that would be pretty incredible we also i spoke with two other doctors one wrote a 200 page book on five eucharistic miracles so he's actually a cardiologist and he basically did what we're going to do and visited these countries and uh, spoke with all the witnesses himself and wrote a book on it. It's being published in English. Hopefully when our movie comes out, it's, it's going to be pretty amazing, but he's mm-hmm. pivotal to this because he's uh, you know, I, I studied materials engineering, so that's my uh, background. I, okay. I don't have medical experience, but
0: uh, <laughs> it's all right. You know, neither do we.
1: Yes. Neither do we here on this podcast. I don't know. I've I've like kind of made. I've deputized myself as a medical expert uh, since COVID started. (laughs) I've I've definitely. um, I've made some diagnoses. I've uh, developed protocol. I've I've really been doctor me. Yeah, uh, you've really been since all this doctoring yourself. Yeah, doctored doctored footage, everything. Well, that
0: yeah, that's a that's a great part of this. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that 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 was the the next step of when I was learning about these Eucharistic miracles you know years ago the the next exciting step was learning that there were actually scientists and people that had confirmed these things and uh, it makes total sense like you know these these miracles wouldn't happen without having some sort of confirmation right we may not we may not know how the miracle takes place necessarily because God does what God does, but of course, um, you know it, it, it. It's real. It's real. So it's these are these are all great things that would uh, go to I don't know perpetuating the truth of the faith.
2: Really, it, it is. It's so true. And you know the the thing that's amazing about these miracles is that there's a trend that occurs. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's five trends or patterns that we see in a lot of these miracles. Ooh,
0: I like it. Let's do it.
2: Yeah, the first is that in every Eucharistic miracle that's been manically analyzed, it's heart tissue. Okay. Right. So uh, there's there's a great symbolic reason behind that. And uh, I, I go back to to uh, good old St. Pius the Twelfth, who in 1956 coined the term Eucharistic Heart of Jesus. So... Um, that's, that's a, I mean, I've always thought of that term, Eucharistic heart of Jesus. You never hear like Eucharistic arm of Jesus or Eucharistic mind. It's always the heart, you know? Um, so it's really amazing that the heart is discovered in all of these miracles. Uh, the first one back at Lanciano that was they're, studied in the 1970s.
0: They're just like this Eucharistic miracle is part of his kneecap. I don't know. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Continue.
2: I know. Wouldn't that be, I mean, really? Really? Because that's that's something that they've studied deeply is like what is this actual tissue, you know? Sorry, it was just, sorry
0: to report you you got a miracle. That's the foot. You got the foot. They got the thigh over there in Italy.
2: Exactly. Uh, you, yeah. you can piece it together, but you know, yeah, fortunately, that's yeah. The heart tissue, yeah. So that's amazing. Okay. Uh, the other thing is that the heart tissue is living.
1: Okay. Very nice. Um, you know, I think that an interesting point theologically there on living is, um, you know, as Catholics uh, traditionally, of course, the the host is what is distributed to the faithful at communion. Um, more recently, they'll distribute the host and the precious blood, but um, receiving either of the of the. Um, either of the you know the form of the kinds um, just the host is receiving the body and the blood Mm -hmm. uh, you know even if you're not consuming the precious blood the you know the liquid Um, and that's because obviously the separation of blood from the body is a sign of death whereas you know the blood and the body being together is a sign of life and so because you know the eucharist is is living we know that you know if we receive either form we're receiving of course both the body blood and then Uh, Thrown in as extra, of course, is the soul and divinity of (laughs) Christ. So, all of our base is covered. A little little extra. Okay, so that's two. What's the... uh,
0: There's five of them, you say?
2: Yes. So, one last thing on the living. Okay. What does Jesus say in John 6? What kind of bread is he?
0: The bread of life, I believe.
2: Yes. So, I am the living bread that came down from heaven. So, how interesting that we see this connection. And, I mean, really... I mean, guys, let's be frank. If okay. I'm a if I'm a Protestant reading John six and I hear Jesus say, "I am the living bread that comes down from heaven," what mm-hmm. the heck does that mean? What is living bread?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I, I think, mean, our Protestant friends say it means like nothing. So you know, it's, <laughs> it's I mean, I, you know, just to be frank, exactly, we're going to be frank. Um, but so yeah, when we talk quite literally about what what we. Um, you know, what becomes present at mass and yeah. when we're disposed, what we receive at mass, um you're right, is the living bread that came down from heaven, which Christ tells us is is himself quite literally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's that's pretty amazing. Yeah, so, so if, if you ask me, it's impressive.
2: It is. I I, I is it impressive?
1: Very, I'd say. Uh, yeah. all right. Are you are you <laughs> impressed? Uh, yeah, are I'm you mean. not are you not entertained? I exactly. I, exactly. exactly. I entertained.
2: I know. We're, uh, we're going to have Russell Crowe in the movie, and he'll say that. We'll just put him in Excellent. just for that line.
1: Yeah,
0: perfect.
2: <laughs> I'm just kidding, Russell Crowe, unless you want to be in the movie.
1: He does listen. Nice. but uh, Yeah, yeah, he, yeah he's, he's definitely listening.
2: All right. So the question is, how do we know that the tissue is living? Well, we know mm-hmm. that it's living because there are white blood cells present. So okay. So this is where I needed the help of doctors. I consulted three doctors for this video. Um, so white blood cells... Die when people die, you know so like they they only they uh I guess they're only in the heart when there is trauma, so they go to the heart to help right
0: they're the they're the ones that the white blood cells are the ones that help fight off uh, evil doers
2: exactly, man that was mm-hmm. well said, thank you are you a doctor <laughs>
0: you know zach Zach said he conferred rights of doctorship to him, and by being his podcast co-host, I also have those rights so
2: all right, I like yeah. it. So, uh, so yeah, as I said, it's, you know, it's only there when there's trauma. So that leads us to the third point, that the heart was suffering. And there's actually in the, the miracle in Buenos Aires, they brought it to this really well-known doctor who's been on the History Channel and National Geographic, and he looked at it under the microscope, and he said, quote, you get it from a person getting beat up across the chest. Yikes. So they have him on video saying this. Hopefully uh, we'll be able to show this in the movie. I'm not sure if, if we'll be able to get that. But right. um, this guy did 10,000 autopsies in his, in his career, was a pathologist and a cardiologist, so the heart is an area that he knows. And t- to hear him say that just blew my mind and and was really incredible. So first one, heart. it's heart tissue. Second, the heart is living. Three, the heart is suffering. Four is that it's type AB blood. So... You hear that AB blood is on the Shroud of Trin. All these Eucharistic miracles have AB blood. And uh, it's very interesting because AB blood is very popular in the Middle East. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Whereas it's not as, as uh, it's it's the rarest blood type. So pretty, pretty amazing to see that. And then finally, every time it's gone under DNA testing, the results have been inconclusive. So that basically means that... Uh, and I spoke with the doctor in Mexico who analyzed it. He said, I've done thousands of these DNA tests and I've never once gotten back inconclusive results. Huh? So I think it's a little bit of Jesus showing us that, look, even with your greatest technology, there's so much of me. That's a mystery. You know, it can't be fully known, but we'll go into more of that in the movie and whatnot. So I'm excited for that. But those are the five patterns that we see and, and those that will, uh, you know, hopefully bring up in, uh, in great detail to, to explain it to everyone, no matter if you're a doctor or have no clue what I've been talking about for the last five minutes. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Okay. So Angelo there, we talked about earlier how you are an amazing artist. I, just as a side story, uh, we were at a house once and they have two young kids and uh, Angelo just looked at the daughter and said, what character do you want me to draw pick a character and i'll draw the character and the daughter gave a uh, i forget i think it was it i forget if it was like frozen or if it was something some one of those characters and angelo just sat there and drew it drew it perfectly and it blew my mind uh this this is a legit artist there's going to be uh there's going to be some of this in the documentary what what is the art piece angelo what are you what is going to What's going to take place? Because you talk about that in the video about the the need for the money for the design, like for the storyboarding and all that stuff. So go into what you hope to accomplish with that a little bit.
3: Yes. Uh, thank you so much. You have a good memory for, for that drawing. <laughs> uh, yes. So we have, what we want to try to bring uh, in this uh, movie uh, is uh, a visual support that uh, most uh, of uh, previous documentary or movie they they didn't have and uh, which is uh, the best special effect which means that every be able to do a replica for uh, what uh, as Ray was explaining uh, of this medical uh, clues that God give us through this Eucharist miracle in a way that uh, and where the microscope is not allowed us to go in we want to really show medically speaking what really happened to this Eucharist and therefore to the body of Christ and uh, and we want to give support as well for uh, important uh, historic period times which are some from the martyrs and some of the um, the Calvary that brought our Lord Christ to die on the cross for us and for redeeming for, for our sins. As, a, as a Scott Henn say, he paid a price he didn't own because we own a price we cannot pay. And I really love that phrase from Scott Henn. He's a brilliant man. Uh, so yeah, so we, we want to don't make it boring uh, moving. I mean, people just talk about technical things and uh, we know Beautiful support. So uh, I I've been doing uh, this job for since I was 16, and now I'm over 48 years old. And uh, so I cover almost every aspect in this film industry, from uh, concept, storyboard, animation, to d 3D, special effect, uh, uh, directing, uh, production design, uh, uh, concept artists. So I've been uh, covering. Uh, Editing. So I've been covering all these in all these years, uh, all these the job positions, and I kind of w- was able to learning the beauty of each of them. And I hope uh, with all the contact I made in all these years, uh, I already spoke a few of the, my colleagues, and they are more than happy to jump on board uh, and uh, help me for this project. So we were able. To, I think we are going to bring in all these visuals that they were going to supporting all this beautiful, beautiful theological aspect of this Eucharist miracle.
0: That's great. Yeah, I'd love to see some top quality Angelo Ang- anim- animation. Angelo animation. That's what I was trying to say. That's uh that's a thing I'm really looking forward to. This sounds like it has it all, Zach. Uh is there any what do you want to see out of this this movie, Zach? You're really important in this
1: process. Uh could could we get it in 3D? Okay. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just excited to see it happen. I wish that um I wish that our patrons would uh would shell out more money for us and then we could contribute <laughs> to you guys, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't Man, know. Man, that
2: was that was uh, shots fired, huh? No,
1: no, no. I love our patrons. Sorry, our non-patrons, our listener non-patrons. Yeah, no. (laughs) Yeah. So
2: one of the things I'm most excited for in the movie is uh, we're going to have a uh, CGI, computer-generated image of transubstantiation. And, uh, you know, that's Hmm. where Angelo's artistic... Please explain.
0: I know Angelo mentioned it, uh, and it, I don't know... The why it just hit me there, but like it's uh, yeah, that's it sounds fantastic, it sounds uh, a a little strange, but in a good way,
2: if that makes sense, you know. I mean, so we've been taught this forever, but I have never seen, I haven't even seen a picture of transubstantiation or or what it could be, you know. Um, so to get to get us, you know, at least a little bit of an image of what happens. You know, obviously we can't fully understand it because it's a great mystery, but to give us some visuals and show really the glory of Jesus is gonna be uh is gonna be pretty amazing. So that was Angelo's idea. Angelo has a lot of good ideas. I don't have a lot of good ideas. So <laughs> if there's something you're like, wow that sounds really good, Ray didn't come up with it.
0: Okay, good to know. <laughs> it uh but yeah I guess that is true. I I mean I I I've never seen but I guess I haven't necessarily looked hard enough for the idea of what happens during transubstantiation. And it, uh, um, I mean, it's, yeah, that sounds, so I, I don't want to give, I don't want you to give anything away. I don't want to necessarily spoil the greatness of the image, but it, it could be, I don't know. There's all sorts of possibilities. Zach, I'm, I'm stumbling here. I'm trying to say something profound, but I'm
1: once again coming up short. Uh, Well, I I mean, I think the the thing to go back to with transubstantiation and with the whole thing, um, obviously, is that in Christ's time that was on earth, uh, he was fully man, fully God. But um, while he was on earth, his divinity was hidden uh, and we could see only his humanity. Mm -hmm. Um, In the Eucharist, um, his humanity is hidden as well. And so, um, you know, the signs that we're able to see uh, appeared simply as bread and wine, uh, you know, to the eye. Uh, And it's only through faith that we can actually see that he's there, uh, not, you know, with our actual eyes. And I think that that's where, you know, going back again with Eucharistic uh, ministers, not that, (laughs) um, with Eucharistic miracles is um, exactly like Ray said, when the veil becomes lifted and when we're actually able to see, you know, present some of that humanity and they're able to do um, testing and observe you know the human qualities of what we're looking at. You know it's God. He gives us this to believe by faith, and as as Catholics, believing in transubstantiation as a matter of faith is is something we're bound to. Um, and you know to to help us out along the way. You know God kind of God kind of throws us a bone uh, sometimes if if perhaps uh, we need just a little bit of help believing these things, and so.
0: See, guys, it's so good because when I say I'm stumbling, looking for something profound to say, and I say, "Zach, help me." Nine times out of ten, it's going to be something about Britney Spears. But that one time that it's not about Britney Spears, it lands on something very profound, and you guys just got a glimpse of it right there. Uh, we're happy to. I'm the, uh, I'm
1: the I'm the I'm the pop culture correspondent for the podcast. So sometimes I uh, I, I am known to provide profound. Information uh, uh, under the guise of updates to pop culture, uh, but you know sometimes <laughs> it's it's right there out of the catechism. Yeah.
2: So I mean, I was impressed. So. Oh, thank you. Let's talk
0: about where you can find uh, this video and how they can support you, and some of uh, what the tiers would look like. Just any information uh, on how they can help you out.
2: Yeah. So. Um... If you go to christianchannel.com, that is, and then you click on crowdfund films, there's all the information about the project, um, you know, what we're, our goals are for this movie financially, um, mm-hmm. and then also, you know, visually, um, so you can see the different tiers there. Uh, I mean, let me, let me just pull it up.
0: Do it. This will be an opportunity. Everyone can pull it up with you. I have it up here.
2: Yeah, I've never done this on a show before, so this is uh this is you know, the, the first the first
0: time. So we we like to break down barriers. People like to set up barriers. We
2: like to break them down. There we go. Yeah. So spend right more, now spend we most have most of our
0: time breaking down barriers. Anyway, continue.
2: All right. So right now we have 401 backers. So that is awesome. In there you'll see our video. Uh, it's a little under four minutes. Great video edited by Angelo. Very exciting. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then you'll see our good, better, best. So we have reached our better goal. So we are at least going to do this. We're at least going to have subtitles and captions for languages. Mm -hmm. have six minutes of Hollywood special effects, seven minutes of filming historic scenes. And then we're going to go to Lanciano, where the Eucharistic Miracle is there from the 800s. Of the eighth century and buenos aires which was the 1996 miracle so
1: now some words of wisdom i will impart uh, you said good better best so it reminds me of a saying i, I grew up knowing which was uh, good better best uh, never time to rest until the good is better and the better best so uh, <laughs> right i know that's powerful that's powerful words wow i'm inspired i know I know. I I should be a motivational speaker. I say that a lot of people, many people are saying, that mm-hmm. uh, that's the case. Yeah. Wow!
2: I I just don't know how you didn't trip up while you were saying that. That was pretty good.
1: You know. You, you know. So deep, I. Yeah. Uh, what's this?
3: You are so deep.
1: Thank you. I I lived to inspire. It's really what I'm here to do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so we're you're up to the. Better tier, um, and on the once you go to the page, you can see all the different all the different tiers as far as like it, uh, getting digital access to the to the movie and the interviews, and then you can also get access to the Christian Channel streaming app. Um, you can if you pledge enough, you can get Matt Frad's home phone number, <laughs> and you can give him a call. And if you pledge enough, Matt Frad will fly out and have uh, lunch with you. Uh, that's also a different Patreon, but, uh, you can see what you can give. And I'm sure obviously any, every little bit helps as you reach your goal. This is, uh, needs to be funded by January. Basically January 4th is the deadline that has been set. Um, but I don't know. It's looking, it's looking pretty good so far.
2: Yeah. So we're really excited. For uh, one of the things that isn't listed on the website, but we're gonna have a red carpet premiere in California when this movie comes out. So oh
0: man, I remember those things. Those, we we used to have premieres. We used to have. We could go to the movies. We could do all this stuff. It was great.
2: I know. I know. So we are uh, obviously with COVID and whatnot. Um, we we do have one uh, location that is you know interested in booking, but hopefully by the time June comes around you know, hopefully we're, we're getting closer back to normal and, and, uh, and whatnot. But yeah, so that that's for anyone that pledges a thousand dollars or more. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be really great to, to get to know on a large scale and, and meet like who helped make this possible. So it's really amazing to have that support. Uh, like you said before, $35 digital access and all the interviews, $99, the Christian channel streaming app, and then you can read the different levels. And we, we matched him up to Saints, so Venerable Fulton Sheen is that $1,000 level. He is amazing, as we mentioned at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want to say one one last thing. Our, our goal for best, it's going to be amazing. So on our website, it says uh, subtitles and captions for 12 languages. We're actually going to up that to 14 um, because we had someone volunteer to translate into one language, and then English is also one. Uh, mm-hmm. And then 14 minutes of special effects. That would be impressive, to say the least. 21, mil- 21 minutes of historic scenes. And then we go to Lanchano, Tixla, and Buenos Aires. So that's really what we're hoping for to, to reach that goal. Obviously, with your support. And, uh, I mean, it's going to... You know, what we want this movie to be is that movie that you can share with anyone, no matter where they're at. No matter if they're, you know, an atheist, super intellectual... Have several PhDs, you know. So we're going to have some PhDs in the movie, that, you know, to, to help relate to them. Or mm. it's your fundamentalist neighbor, and we're going to be going down to the biblical level, talking about the church fathers, all of these things, to really engage everyone, no matter where they're at, to 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 create a, a tool, you know, most for evangelization. Obviously, to reawaken the fallen away and lukewarm Catholics, and and to allow us to to have a tool that we can just say, "Hey, go watch this movie." You know, and and we're working on it so that it's not too preachy, and because uh, you know sometimes you see things and it kind of turns people off. And, sure. Uh, we're we're gonna do it in a very tasteful way. So we we ask for your prayers because that'll you know we're gonna need the Holy Spirit's guidance on this as we've received this whole time, and uh, it's it's gonna be incredible. So I'm excited.
0: Yeah, that's uh that's pretty exciting, Zach. What else do you have? Any other blessings? so other of the questions?
1: Well, so of the of the languages, is is Latin going to be one of them? Not to put you on the spot, I just thought, you know, maybe that'd be cool. That yeah. would be
2: cool. It's not, though.
1: Language, language number 15? <laughs> um, no,
2: so, Zach, are you fluent in Latin? Are you willing to, to translate no.
1: it? No, no, I don't know. I, I just know the basic, uh, like, the, the repetitive parts of the mass, and that's about it. Yeah. Um, pig Latin, though, can do that. Really good at that. Uh, that's so cool, yeah, though. Like, so, I mean, it's going to yeah, be kind of like, all over.
3: Yeah, I was kind of thinking, I mean, I want to add uh, on explaining uh, that uh, the, all this reason uh, we are we are doing this, and I mean, we want to be really transparent to all the investors, and we are going to, all the investors are going to see perfectly how we're spending the money because, I mean, uh, we want to really show our good intention. I mean, that the money goes as soon as we're spending whatever part of this thing of uh, it is going to be for filming uh, for uh, renting equipment uh, or uh, for costumes we want to really show a step by step breakdown so the, the audience is going to be more incentivized to um, to invest in and to trust in uh, on uh, our process so that's why I think it's really important I uh, know Many times people invest in money and they don't know where it goes. And we really want to show uh, our sincere love for God and for the Euclid in this documentary.
1: Well, I think that that is very admirable and I, I think that a lot of people will appreciate that transparency. Um, and it does definitely give people um, that extra incentive to get involved, knowing that you know they are helping a, a good work and they're helping spread the word about a great blessed, soon to be, Saints. Personally,
0: um, uh Zach and I don't disclose what any of our Patreon money goes to because we would be way too embarrassed. Uh so we you know, we keep that a secret. But we do we do appreciate that you that you all are going to use. We
1: said on Twitter we buy we buy our equipment oh, and yeah. our hosting expenses and then um pizza which helps us stay productive. Oh that's true. Um, <laughs> that's, that's uh good better best the bet right the good tier is
0: uh oven pizza the better is papa john's and the best is uh i don't know wh- <laughs> whatever whatever the best is whatever angelo eats and when he goes home to italy
2: pizza's so, critical though you can't you can't have a podcast without pizza right
0: that is true i i can't i certainly couldn't yeah uh all right so um i don't know angelo if you have you, you have any final words Ray final words this has been great it's been a um, you know obviously we'll we'll link and we'll send everyone to the video but uh, leave, if you have anything you want to leave us with any
3: yeah I kind of feel like I want to just invite everybody to uh, embrace that uh, how important is the Eucharist I mean, uh, for our faith and uh, I took uh, now it's going to be probably four or five probably six months off for doing my own work and possibly working for uh, a Marvel or a Disney or the new uh, Ma- Mandalorian movie uh, because that's what I was supposed to do for doing this movie. So I hope I mean, everybody understanding it, that this is our job as a Catholic to try our best to give what 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 we can give and I mean it's uh, like you guys have been so awesome help us to spread the world, the word about this documentary. So I hope I mean uh, all of all of you, all of all of us. I mean is uh, taking uh, part of this beautiful movie documentary that we really need.
0: Great, yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us, Angelo. Thanks for joining us, Ray. I hope, uh, as I said in the beginning, I hope this. Uh, with you ray as the beginning of a beautiful friendship uh, we like to acquire more friends whenever possible and uh, we'll definitely be checking back in with the two of you closer to the release of the film
2: yes it's uh it's great to be on with you guys and talk to you for the first time you guys have uh, i i think uh, i think we're definitely going to hang out more so are you guys in california <laughs>
0: uh no i uh i'm Uh, spiritually yeah i am in phoenix i i spent nine years in california that's where obviously i met angelo but i i had to come back because uh you know i think i was getting a little loopy out there maybe i'll find my way back but for right now i'm in phoenix and uh loving hanging with the family
2: yeah well you know i told angelo i said well i haven't told him this but so angelo Something we, got Big to do, news. something we got to do is like get you can together. Tell
3: me now. You can tell me now.
2: All right, it, it's you know, it's just a private conversation that a bunch of people are watching this. So, yeah. Um we need to get like Caesar and like ourselves. We need to have like a a guys weekend to like celebrate having this movie done when it's done. Wouldn't that be awesome?
0: Just bro just bros. Dude's rock. Yeah, bros just bros. Being bros. Dude's rock. Exactly. Uh, Pope Francis said it was the year of Saint Joseph, so it's the year of the bros. Yeah, the dads uh yeah uh, it's gonna be great all right well thanks guys for coming on please uh all of our wonderful listeners check out what's going on um on their on their crowdfunding and uh we'll be we'll be seeing you at the movies zach
1: can't wait can't <laughs> wait all right
0: gang thanks for listening we'll talk to you all next week see ya <laughs>